Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. Hi friends and welcome. I am glad you're here today. This is episode 56 of the podcast, Weight Loss and Wellness for Real. And we are going to talk today about how to keep promises to ourselves and how to set goals that we will actually keep. If you typically set a goal of losing weight or any goal and then promise yourself you know, I'm going to follow through on this eating plan, or I'm going to follow through on this workout plan, or, you know, I promise I'm going to, I promise myself I'm going to drink more water, or I promise myself I'm going to be kinder to my partner or to my children. Any promise you tell yourself, and then you find yourself breaking these promises to yourself, you know, yelling at your kids, working out for a day and then not the next, or overeating when you promised yourself you wouldn't, then this is the episode for you. Keep listening to learn the how behind keeping promises to ourselves. You know that's my thing. I really want to put out there how to actually do these things, not just lecture you on why they're important or why you should be doing these things, but actually then how do we actually do this? So this topic has actually been studied a lot in the realm of psychology, and there definitely are strategies that you can use to get yourself to keep these promises to yourself. Before we get started, just a reminder, you can head over to my website at heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. From there, you can get a lot of information on how I work with my clients to get them to all their goals, weight loss, health goals, but also life goals. Um, I have a lot of detailed information over there, so feel free to go check it out from there. You can request appointments from there. You can email me any questions you might have. You can also get to my social media handles from there. also want to invite you over if you do any intermittent fasting. Um, We have a Facebook group called Intermittent Fasting Lifestyle for weight loss, maintenance, and health. We'd love to have you come join over there in our Facebook group. Um, And even if you don't, but you're interested in learning a little bit more about intermittent fasting, can head over there and read through some of the posts to learn a little bit more about it. Um, Okay, so let's move on. Let's talk about promises in relationship with our goals. This really applies to any changes we want to make in life, any goals we have set for ourselves in life, but we're going to focus on weight and health in this episode just because that's what this podcast is about. So if we focus on overeating or over drinking, um, which also, you know, we can include here binging behaviors, usually you know, how we think to ourselves goes something like this, or, you know, so we overeat, 
or we have a binge or we overdrink and then we say, you know, I promise I'm not going to do this again. This is the last time. I will start eating, drinking, not binging, being healthy tomorrow. I promise I will. Or maybe we say something like, I will never ever do this again, but just for today. Today is the last time. This is us making promises to ourselves. So a promise is defined um, when I looked it up as a declaration or assurance that one will do a particular thing. It is assuring yourself that you will definitely do something. You will follow through on the thing that you're saying. So if you're doing these things, you know, making these declarations in your mind or writing them down or telling other people or whatever you're doing, you're making these declarations or assurances to yourself in some capacity, you are making a promise to yourself. So what happens when you make a promise, like I'll start tomorrow or I won't do it again, and then you don't follow through? You know, you, you, you break the promise to yourself. Well, there is this whole psychological cascade of events that occur when we, as human beings, break promises to ourselves. And, and it goes something like this. I made a promise to myself but then I have an urge and so I break the promise. And then I think things like, I am such a failure, I did it again, I said I wouldn't and I did do it so obviously I'm a terrible person, I'm never gonna get this right, I'm never gonna be able to get to where I wanna be, I can't do this, I'm awful. So now those thoughts, remember, get certain feelings going through us so typically, For most of us, feelings would be when we're thinking those things, the feelings that we experience are things like defeat, often shame, self-loathing, anger, frustration, sadness, disappointment. And, And now we get all the chemical cocktails, the sensations that are attached to those feelings that come running through our body, um, that kind of, you know, they come along with the feelings and now those sensation feelings from that motivates our behavior. So now usually the behaviors that come from these feelings are things like quitting or giving up because it's just too much. That tension, those sensations that go through our body with those feelings, it, it, it for many of us becomes really overwhelming. And so you just give up, you just quit. And, and you might even eat more and more and drink more and more, um, which leads to more of the same feelings, which lead to more of the behaviors. And, and we're really back in that cycle I'm always talking about within this podcast, that cycle of shame and continuing to do the thing we promised ourselves we wouldn't do. Let's zoom out of this for just a minute, you know, let's let's zoom out and let's talk about what happens when someone else breaks a promise to you. So for example, you know, your friend told you, she promised you she would meet you at such and such a time, but she never showed up. You know, you're probably going to forgive this if she had a legit excuse, but but let's say it happens over and over, right? This is sort of this ha- behavioral habitual pattern. She's constantly promising you she will show up, but over and over she doesn't. And you're left there sitting alone. Um, and eventually over time, you're going to lose trust in her. Eventually you find yourself feeling um, probably some resentment or, or simply not wanting to be around her anymore. So when others break promises to us over and over, 
the psychological manifestation is lost trust in this person, in the relationship. Now, if we want close, healthy, empowering, loving, accepting relationships, we actually need trust. And this is actually part of a lot of research done on relationships. We definitely need trust because we need to feel safe and secure within relationships and in 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 order to have very healthy relationships we need to feel safe and secure and these feelings with another human come from trust so we need this within relationships to be able to be vulnerable and to be authentically ourselves with another person okay so now let's zoom back in this is actually what happens you know with another person when trust is broken and the exact same thing happens with ourselves when we break a promise to ourselves. We lose trust in ourselves. And once we lose trust and confidence in ourselves, these broken promises get get paid get played over and over in our mind. Um a lot of us will ruminate on it. Um, and a lot of times we don't, we might not even know it there, but it'll play back sort of subconsciously, you know, that we didn't follow through. We're losing integrity with ourselves. That broken, those broken promises chip away at that integrity. And, and this is what results in the broken trust. And then something else happens. You know, we end up confirming our story or our deep narrative of unworthiness by breaking these promises to ourselves. So we build worthiness or feelings of worthiness with ourselves by keeping promises to ourselves, by following through on what we say we're gonna do with ourselves. And this is why your choices of behavior and making changes have to be small and incremental. They, they need to be things that stretch you just a bit but that are actually doable. And it needs to be done in this way because to to make changes in life, we need to keep the promises to ourselves because we need to build that integrity, that confidence with ourselves. We need to build feelings of self-worth by keeping those promises, by following through. And that's why setting those small doable promises or goals is so important. They need to be doable. So so hopefully you get the importance of keeping promises to ourselves because broken promises actually, um, they really go deeper into our core belief of worthiness. And, and so making changes and following through on things we really want to do, we need to feel worthy and confident in our abilities in order to motivate the behavior to make the changes feel easier is what I should say. Because sometimes we can make ourselves do things even when we don't feel worthy and don't feel confident in our abilities. We can sometimes do that and and that's great too. That can help build it. But what we're talking about here is a way to make it sustainable and make it feel a little more effortless so that we can continue with the changes, okay? So so let's say you're trying to change that overeating or binging behavior. If you make a promise to yourself in regards to these behaviors, it, it needs to be something you know you can actually follow through on. So for example, if you're used to eating the whole bag of chips in the evening after work, you would set the promise to yourself that you will put the chips something like into a small bowl to eat and then put the bag back in the pantry. Now, along with that promise, you would tell yourself, if I want more chips, 
than that one bowl. I can have it, but I have to go back to the pantry, open the bag, and refill the bowl. And and you can kind of see how this works. It's a doable goal, but it makes eating the whole bag of chips in one sitting a little bit more difficult. It creates some space in the habit behavior where where you might make another choice. You might have one or two bowls, but then you might realize you've had enough and not go for the third bowl because you actually have to make a move to go into the pantry and fill up the bowl. Whereas if you were eating out of the bag, you would most likely just keep going till it's gone. With this one doable promise to yourself, you've had what you've wanted. You've had some chips, but you've also lessened the amount. And over some time, new habits like this turn into a whole new way of eating, a whole new way of a food relationship. There is so much more peace around food and eventually a whole new way of using food happens where you're not overeating it all the time. And and this is how to make a promise to yourself. Make it where it stretches you a tiny bit, but it is actually doable. This builds trust in yourself and this builds confidence in yourself and this builds that relationship of integrity with yourself, all of which are needed. They are needed to make permanent changes in your life. In other words, and for our specific topic here of weight loss and food relationship, what gets you to living in the body you want for life. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode And then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation like 99 cents helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. And this is how I help myself make changes, how I help my clients make changes. You know, through interactions with my clients, I come up with ways for them to make small, doable changes within their own um, unique lives and styles and ways of eating. And by making these specific, doable changes, that I suggest and and keep them accountable to, they end up getting to their weight loss or health goals or other life goals without that extreme effort, without that white knuckling, without that, you know, hanging on by their fingertips, without so much energy and effort, which so many of us do not have extra energy and effort to give. It, It also ends up being permanent because along this journey, They have created new habits, new lifestyles, new relationships with food that they actually enjoy. So sticking to a promise does require that mental and emotional energy as much as it requires strategy and planning. And most of you listening are probably a lot like me and the clients I work with. You are very busy. You don't have a lot of extra emotional and mental energy to hand out to work on your goals, um, to work on, you know not eating as much to work on, stopping the drinking, um, 
you know, from here on out. And, and so you need a way to get to where you want to be without expending the energy you don't have to get there. And, and this is really how to do it. The truth is setting huge to the moon goals. It's super exciting and inspiring. And so it's really enticing to do this. And I'm not saying don't do it, but understanding that setting goals like this is great, um, but that we then need to break them down, to break down those really big goals into smaller daily goals that work towards those big goals over time. But the smaller daily goals are actually doable in daily life. And there is also this part of setting huge audacious goals that can set the bar so high that it actually demotivates us and will discourage us from ever even getting started. So have you ever, think about this, have you ever thrown some huge goal out there? Like I'm going to lose 40 pounds in one month and then really realizing what exactly it would take on a daily basis to make that happen. Once the excitement wears off and it always does because every emotion comes and goes like waves, every emotion, positive and negative, that is just how it works. So once the excitement wears off, once you realize how awful it's going to feel and all the effort and energy it's going to take every single day to lose that amount of weight in one month, we will often just say, forget it. And so then there are no results, right? Whereas if you had made the goal for 40 pounds in six months or a year and been okay with that, the ability to do that is so much on a daily basis becomes so much more easier, the changes that you need to make with a goal like that. So small promises to ourselves, small goals are much easier to achieve on a regular basis and you know, I really think of it like there is this special power in setting and consistently um, following through on small goals. So seeing that regular progress is really one of the most motivating and inspiring things. So if we do make these small doable promises and, and follow through on the small doable behaviors needed to get there, we get to see progress every single day. So so the bag of chips, if we go back to the bag of chips idea and, um, you know, let's say I do the bag of chips idea and each evening I'm actually following through on what I say I will do because it's totally doable. It might stretch me a little to put the chips in the bowl and put the chips back in the pantry, but, but I can do it. And so now I have thoughts like I did it. I kept my promise to myself. I'm doing it. I can do more. And now you are feeling motivated and more willing to keep going and even set more small behavioral goals that keep you getting to your big goal. And now you also have some integrity with yourself. You're starting to create a new core belief about yourself. And remember that our core beliefs about ourselves influences, they, you know, they really, um, they, well, they really do influence our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. So those core beliefs about ourselves are really important. Okay, here's here's a common example. You know, I'm going to start going to the gym five times a week and do a crazy 90-minute workout every single day. And this may happen for a week, but I promise you there will come a time where I do not want to follow through on this. Um, if instead... I set that goal of the gym one time a week and then two days a week, a 20-minute walk. Now, if I want to do more, 
fine. But the set goal or promise that I made to myself is the one time a week and twice walking. We, we now, I've now created space for real life, right? We, we've now created a situation where me, or if this is a client I'm working with, will not hit burnout, will feel accomplished after those 20 minute walks and will build confidence to make other changes in the future. The, the truth is that for most of us, it's actually harder in some ways to think smaller when it comes to promises or goals. The, the small goals that actually help us grow and change and compound often feel too easy. Um, I often work with clients who say things like, I feel like I need to be doing more or this should feel harder. And so I really do understand this. I really do get this, you know, just due to my personality. I'm very goal oriented, always have been, you know, I'm a recovering perfectionist who, who loves to strive for things. But the truth is this kind of thinking really backfires and it has on me time and time again, I watch it in um, so many clients, um, in friends, you know, this kind of thinking really does backfire. It creates burnout and it creates giving up and it creates more of the maladaptive behaviors like overeating, over drinking or binging that we are trying to change. So pushing yourself too far too fast leads to burnout and loss of motivation and willingness. And this is the problem because once that happens, we check out at least for a while. So making small doable promises to ourselves and creating small doable behavioral goals from these promises is actually what we need to do. So regular small goals and coaching ourselves to be okay with this. So here's some examples uh, just to give you. So if we're talking about traveling, you may set a goal, visit every state within a year. No, not a good one. Visit one new state this month. Yes, great one. Okay, how about running, running a marathon? I'm gonna run a marathon in one month even though I've never ran before in my life. No, run one mile a day for four days a week. And even that's kind of high if you've never ran before, right? So maybe you start out running, walking one mile a day for four days a week. Um, How about this one? Have a sit down dinner every night for my family this month. No, not a good one if you haven't been doing that. Have a sit down dinner for my family once a week. It stretches a little, but it's totally doable. Um, how about, I will stop binging starting tomorrow. No. Lesson, I will lessen the binging episodes by one time this week. So if I'm used to binging once every day, I'm gonna lessen it to six times this week. How about this one? I'm gonna stop drinking for one month starting tomorrow. No. Every time I drink this week, I'm going to fill my glass half full. That's a much more doable one. So you get the idea. You want to create flexibility with behavior change, not the ultimate demands on yourself. This, the smaller, more doable and flexible goals will actually help you keep your promises to yourself to create that integrity and trusting relationship with yourself, which will lead to more and more changes over time with less effort. Keeping promises to ourselves, it is necessary for ultimate long-term change. And really, I know that's what 
I know that's what my clients want. I know that most of you listening, that's what you want. You want the changes, but you want them to last. You want them to be for life. So, you know, make make the promises where they stretch you a little bit, but that they are still doable. You will find behavior change is so much easier and you will actually get to those shoot for the moon goals so much quicker. I hope you found something useful today and that you can implement maybe even this week. And if so, would you please subscribe or give a five-star review if you feel it's warranted. Also, please share this podcast with anyone you believe might benefit from it. And also, if you're thinking about making some changes of your own and you are thinking about partnering with a coach to help you move along quicker, keep you accountable, Uh, Keep listening to learn more about what I offer. Thanks for listening and sharing this space with me. I really do appreciate you being here. Talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And get in touch with questions on all things I offer, like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services.